This is the ERP Advisor. The ERP Advisor's overview of Epicor. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This summer, ERP Advisors Group is spotlighting the most prominent vendors in the ERP software market. Today, we will be discussing Epicor and their offerings and providing key insights into our experiences with this vendor. Uh, welcome, Sean. Thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate it. That's Thank you. Yeah. So for over 50 years, Epicor has created very specific industry-specific software solutions and services that help a variety of businesses across the world. So with that, can you tell us a little bit of, like overall what Epicor is about? Yeah, you bet. And, and I think you, you nailed it right there by saying what one of the biggest differentiators of Epicor is, is they've been around for you know almost a half a century. I think it actually is a half a century this year. I'm not totally sure, but it's like 50 years that this organization has been writing software. Now, of course, it's gone through many, many different iterations, mm-hmm. but, but Epicor as an organization and its earlier um, groups um, and different solutions have really kind of led in the small, medium-sized um, ERP space for, for a long time. So that's that's when I think of Epicor, I do think of that. They have a rich tradition in, in enterprise software solutions and really built them from the ground up. And they have lots of different industry solutions, specific industry solutions. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. But when I think of Epicor, I really do think of a of a of a of a deep kind of a heritage in ERP. Now you can still get some. I'll watch my language, some punk salesperson that's trying from Epicor or from a partner that's trying to sell you Epicor. That's just one individual. But if you look at the whole organization, I think there's a lot of rich heritage in in ERP there for sure. Yeah. So what do they sell specifically or just overall? Like, are they very specific, industry specific, or can they be more general and then customize to work for a business and their needs? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, and it's uh, it's very applicable for Epicor. Um, their their solutions sort of traditionally have focused on very specific verticals or industries, or even micro verticals or industries. So um, anything from you know packaging uh, companies or right, yeah companies that are packagers. Um, the package, the build packaging materials, like cardboard boxes, other things like that. There's solutions for that. Very specific solutions for the automotive industry. Very specific solutions for even um, selling lumber. Um, they have some solutions that they purchased over the years that focus in very, very micro, micro vertical. And they have a couple platforms that are more general, but still specific to, I would say, engineer to order, discrete manufacturing, and wholesale distribution. So um, if you're in those two categories, you might look at Kinetic or um, the Profit 21 solution, um, Kinetic on the manufacturing side, and then P21 on the distribution side. So they're, they're, they're more general in those two areas, but that's still kind of specific, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, so I, I know there are are a variety of different softwares out there. Um, is Epicor a gigantic platform? Do they have different size software packages you could buy for your business? Um, or do, is it just pretty much you like you buy what you get kind of thing? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, they're they're not a huge business. I mean, although they're they're sort of 
revenue, their recurring revenue is, is almost at a billion. That was a big deal. We were just at the conference um, and the, the CEO was talking about that. Um, so, I mean, that's a great size software company, but, you know, in this industry, you know, we talk about Infor, we talk about Oracle or SAP, you know, those are multi, multi-billion dollar organizations. So Epicor is still, I would say, a good medium-sized ERP vendor. And they've got a great customer base, but, you know, more in the, the tens of thousands, right? You know, 20, 30,000 or so as from the research that we've done. Um, they have customers or they have employees in a lot of different countries, you know, maybe under 5,000 employees. So so you can sort of get the, the feel for an organization that's not mammoth, right? They're not one of the top ERP vendors in terms of size, but um, but they've got a lot of good momentum. They've got a lot of they've got a good strong base that they're building um, their enterprise apps from, and they've had enterprise apps for a long time. So you know they've got thousands of people developing on those platforms, um, as well as and we'll talk more about this. I think one of the differentiators we see with Epicor is they are reinvesting that recurring revenue with a lot of really cool acquisitions that they're doing. So, you know, it's it's a good firm. You know, it's not huge, but it's right. definitely not tiny either. Right. So what are their most prominent features? Can you share a little bit about that with us? Yeah, yeah. So so again, if you sort of think high level, right? We have we have manufacturing for sure, more discrete, more engineer to order. Then we have um, sort of distributor kind of software. And then we can go down deeper, right? Especially on the distributor side on building materials, automotive, like I mentioned, um, and some other areas too that they focus in on. Manufacturing goes, you know, like I said, there's some, there's some great partner solutions that have built aerospace and design um, specific functionality for that, again, engineer to order environment. So, you know, what, what, when we think of Epicor in very specific micro vertical um, areas, and, and it's hard to beat because the functionality is, is really good. Um, and we can talk to partners a little bit here in a, in a minute as well, but those are some of the key areas that they differentiate in for sure. Yeah. Well, can we talk about the type of partner ecosystem that Epicor has? Yeah, let's do it. So, so they basically have a couple different kind of partners. They have some partners that write solutions that, that work within the Epicor technology kind of environment. Um, they're called um, independent software vendor um, uh, partners, ISVs, who built ISV solutions, right? So little modules, basically, that, that work. And then they have channel partners that, that implement, they sell the software and implement the software. Um, so there's a couple um, channel partners that we work with pretty exclusively because they're great size. They really have great industry experience, specifically for the Kinetic product, which is the new Epicor 10 product, the new ERP for manufacturing. Okay. Um, and and they're, they're strong partners. You know, Epicenter and Creative are two very well thought of partners in that space. Um, you know, we've engaged with both of them before on different deals. We like them a lot. They take great care of their customers and they've got a lot of experience. There's a lot of other Epicor partners out there for sure. But but we have seen, uh, unlike maybe, say, Infor, where the partners are very, like, you know, tried and true to the Infor um, products that they represent and sell, the Epicor product, uh, partners have sort of shifted a little bit. You know, some of them have taken on some other products, 
you know, but there's been a couple, like I said, that exclusively just do Epicor. And I think that's going to pay off for them. So, you know, if you're looking at a partner for an Epicor solution, you really want to find somebody who's who's devoted to the Epicor solutions, where if they do three or four or five products, mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of hard to keep track of everything, you know, right. across those three or four or five products. Yeah. Like if they're just do Epicor, I think that's a that's a that's a secret insider tip. We'll probably drop a couple of those this summer on these calls. That's a good one. That's there. Secret yeah. insider tip. That's it. Um, that um, that it is, especially in this area, you want to find a really good partner. And the way to do that is ask them for references. I need three references. And right. I swear to goodness, some of them won't be able to provide it. <clears throat> That's a bad indicator. Right. But, you know, know, the guys and gals that do this all the time are like, oh, yeah, here's three vendors or three customers, pardon me, that we've worked with similar to you guys. Yeah. From your experience. um, Well, let me let me back up a little bit. We know that ERP is a hugely competitive market. And from your experience of working with a variety of clients and just through the years, why does Epicor seem to win over their competitors? Hmm. Good question. Um, Definitely the industry fit is huge. So, um, you know, even micro verticals like electronics distributors, right? They've got solutions that electronics distributors have been using forever. You know, companies that sell electronics to, you know, to retail or whatever. Um, And, you know, automotive, they've got solutions in the automotive world with kind of interoperability amongst companies that nobody else has, right? So if you're going to buy solutions in that space, you're going to buy Epicor. Building materials, it's the same thing. Um, so, you know, there's there's ETO or even other just general distribution kind of stuff. You think Epicor. Um, but, you know, there is a lot of competition in the marketplace for sure. And a lot of those companies are going to look outside and see if there's other solutions, you know, maybe like a NetSuite that's a little more general, mm-hmm. but can be verticalized for, for these specific industries. Um, but, but you know, Epicor, the, the customer base tends to be kind of a... Um, uh, what did I use for info? Less technology adverse or risk adverse. Mm. Uh, I would say the Epicor customer base tends to be cheap. <laughs> um, they don't really want to spend a lot of money on technology. If you, if you think about a distributor's business, especially, mm-hmm. and this is perfect, right? A distributor makes makes margin on the difference between what they buy something for and what they sell it, right? So their profit margins are razor low. They they just are, and they've got they've got warehousing expenses, they've got personnel, they've got all this stuff. So for them to go out and buy a really expensive um, ERP that does this much, maybe versus Epicor that's very well priced, and it does that much, they're going to go this solution because there's not necessarily a lot of a lot of margin that they can play with. Right. So um, I think it's something that Epicor, you know, it's a big uh, competitive advantage for them. And I think this is a reason why um, they've just recently changed hands on the private equity side because their new partner, um, Clayton Doublier and Rice, I think it is, CDNR for sure. I think they saw that it is a very loyal customer base. That customer base does not want to change technology unless they absolutely have to. Right. And they and then Epicor has the right um, sort of, of of migration path from their older solutions onto something that is more cloud based. Right. So, Sean, from your experience, too, um, do people if they start out with Epicor, do they tend to stay with Epicor and transition to the cloud? Or are there a lot of people transitioning from something else to Epicor? 
Mm. Um, definitely the former. So a lot of Epicor customers, legacy Epicor customers are making that transition to the cloud for sure. Um, okay. Epicor has done a good job of, of putting together um, a cloud-based solution where a company, you know, doesn't have to worry about the maintenance and support of the environmental software security around the, the system itself, right? It sits at a data center that's, um, and I want to say, I think it's mostly um, um, Azure, that they do some of the Microsoft platform. Epicor has been a huge partner with Microsoft for years and years and years. Okay, so that's good. That's a good thing. Yes. Um, so you know you do see a lot of legacy Epicor customers stay with Epicor and just do the upgrade and they're done and they move on with their lives. Um, but we are seeing customers that are looking at Epicor that are coming off of other platforms, especially something that's more small. You know, maybe like off of QuickBooks or um, maybe off of uh, maybe some of the older Sage products like the Mass 9200, and they want more functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we do see a migration towards Epicor for sure. And and the tricky part with Epicor, again, this is a really good tip for, for folks that are listening and thinking about Epicor, is you really want to make sure you get the right implementation team because the software is good, especially for these micro verticals that we talked about, but it really comes down to success being the implementation partner and the resources. So if you go with Epicor Direct for the consulting team, fine, just meet them. Make sure that they're committed to your project. Make sure they're locked in, that the good guys and gals aren't going to go someplace during your project. Right. Any tips on how to find that implementation partner to help you with Epicor? Well, we usually burn like a prayer candle and (laughs) sometimes like all the time, Um, no interviews. Like, like when you get down to the point where you're like, okay, we're going to do this with Epicor. We like the software. Let's do the diligence on the services uh, provider. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of folks don't even know that. They're like, oh, I chose Epicor. Great. Let's start. Okay. Well, you know, who's going to implement this? Because it's not like a car where you buy the car and then you get in and drive it off. It's, it's more like buying I still can't come up with really good analogies. It's like buying software. That's the best way to say it. But it's, you know, it's like having a kid where you take the kid home and you're like, oh my God, I have to parent this kid. Any parent who's listening to this had that feeling at some point with one of their children where they're like, no one's going to tell me to do this. And, you know, if your mother-in-law is there, she might tell you, you might not want to do it or whoever, maybe your mom. But there's so when they leave, there is some point where you're like, wow, I have to put this in. It's kind of the same with software. Like, great, you bought software. Guess what? You got to put it in. Now, everybody knows you, customer, prospect who's looking at buying it, you don't have the experience and the time to implement it. So there's going to be some implementation as an implementation solution that the salesperson is going to sell you whether you know it or not. The thing you don't know is you have choices and options there on who you get. And you have a responsibility to to interview those people, understand their methodology, make sure they know what they're talking about and they understand your type of business and that they're even interested in doing it, right? So so I do think in the Epicor channel specifically, you really do just have to be aware of who is doing your implementation and just make sure that they're qualified and that they're locked in to do it. And, you know, I would even say if you meet some really good people from Epicor professional services that you like before mm-hmm. you buy the software, put their names into your contract. These are the people that are going to do my implementation. You're contractually obligated, Epicor, to have these people here to do this. That's a great tip. 
Yeah. That's a great yeah. tip. And it's applicable across lots of different software solutions. But we yeah. got burned a long time ago with Epicore. I've talked to lots of people at Epicore about this, um, where we loved Epicore 9, great solution. Uh, it was actually the reason why I started this company uh, was because of Epicore, um, where we had selected, when I was with another firm doing basically the same thing, we had selected Epicore three times and had three failed implementations. And I was like, that's it. We have to be more involved in the implementation. The firm I was with didn't want to go that path. And I think there are probably other reasons why they kind of didn't want me around. I was a little bit of a troublemaker. Um, so then I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to start my own company. And that's when I started ERP Advisors was because of those three failed um, ERP uh, or Epicor implementations. Now we can be involved on the implementation side because we don't have the CPA regulations about not being able to audit the financial statements that were or the financial systems that were implementing. Basically, that's a long story for another time. <laughs> Bottom line is that, you know, I'm, I'm just very weary with that organization. And we've found ways to work with them very successfully of just making sure you have really good resources that are committed to your, your success for your implementation. That's right. Well, we've talked several times through the years, how important picking the right implementation partner is because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them and they're going to be holding your hand for many months going live and getting through the implementation. And you have to have a good team partnership for it to be successful, right? You have to. And and I'm, I'm you know, that's why I'm so grateful that, that you were willing to do all these calls with me this summer on the vendor overviews, because we just covered tips that I don't even think about. I mean, it's built into our methodology. Whenever we do a selection for a client, you know, a client's got to pay us for that, right? It's extra money. Not, not all clients can do it, but they can listen to these videos and learn really important things. And this is one of those that's like, don't just focus on the software. And a lot of folks will say to us, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I had to care about the implementation people. You know, again, analogy, like when I buy a car, I didn't know I needed to think about the service people. You don't really think about that when it comes to buying a car because you don't know where you're going to take it or you might go to the dealer, you might go to some independent, whatever, right? But lots of people know how to work on a Toyota or, or you know, Ford or whatever. Right. That's just not how this works, man. You got to stop thinking about that. You guys, it's got to stop. Like you have to start thinking with, it's not just go do a couple demos and select the software and buy it. It's do some, you know, figure out what you need. Tell them you need to show me this stuff. There's a whole diligence on the software and there's diligent steps that you have to take on the implementation. That's right. So, Sean, can you talk to us a little bit about their pricing structure? Um, does Epicor have a pretty standard pricing structure or are they flexible? Like, how do, how do they work with that? Yeah. So, super standard um, methodology on how they do pricing, um, similar to some of the others we've talked about where there's a module price and user pricing. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's very straightforward. And, and you get what you get and don't throw a fit, right? Like, here, they say, here's what you're going to get. And if it's not on there, you're not going to get it. So you do have to make sure something like a fixed assets module or um, maybe some advanced purchasing stuff. Like if you need those functionality pieces, they have to be listed on your order form, I think they call them. So when you do all the diligence, you say, okay, this is what we need for software. And the software person says, okay, I'm going to put together an order form for you. And here's what's all on that. Um, now, Epicor does have, um, they've moved all their pricing to being more recurring pricing. So you pay the same each year. 
um, that software is hosted in the in um, in the cloud. So you know your instance is in a cloud, which is nice. So you get that recurring cost. Um, like I said, there's some pricing for users. I'm trying to think of the last deal we just closed one a couple of weeks ago. Um, oftentimes, if you get the professional services from uh, Epicor, they'll put their pricing in there for that too. And you usually have a little bit of negotiation you can do. You know, when you buy the software, you can usually negotiate those services, bill rates too. Don't forget about that. Um, but but pretty standard and very competitive. Their pricing is very very competitive right now for sure. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, for sure. So, Sean, from your experience of working with the different clients, are there any offerings um, that you would like to see Epicor have in the future? Yeah, um, definitely. They, well, one thing I should say too, related is um, I think Epicor is doing a really nice job of reinvesting their recurring revenue. You know, Rebecca, our ERP minute person, we got that established, um, (laughs) did an article recently about one software vendor who makes more money, I think, than God, um, called Salesforce. Um, And we were like, Salesforce, you got to put the money into the market. And they're doing a lot of great things, actually. Salesforce is, I think they're probably leading in terms of their philanthropic activities in that, right? Mm -hmm. So that's great. Now, Epicor doesn't make as much as a Salesforce or an SAP and Oracle. But what they are doing is they're taking their their incremental, you know, kind of cash flow, their free flow cash flow, and they're investing in buying um, um, best of breed solutions. So if you think about this, a software vendor has to bring a certain piece of functionality to market. Their customers are saying, hey, we need configure price quote. So you can build buyer partner. Those are the three options. Back from my product management days at uh, PeopleSoft and J.D. Edwards. So either build it which takes a while to build something. You build it from scratch. You can buy it. Somebody else has it, but then you got to bring it in and integrate it, right? Or you partner with someone. And, and Oracle's really doing, or excuse me, um, Epicor is really doing a good job with that buying and with the partnering. So they've got some solutions like their process automation solution, they're partnering with a, with a best of breed vendor. And then they bought their CPQ. They bought another um, application recently too, that, that Rebecca's covering on our ERP minute. That's why those are so valuable. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're doing a good job with being innovative and bringing, and they're also building some new stuff as well. So, you know, they're, they've got a good balanced approach to how they're bringing more functionality to their customers. And I like that. I love seeing it with software vendors. I mean, it, it makes me so happy to see the software vendors investing in the future for their customers, right? And I really think Epicor is doing great at that. I really give my hats off to them for for being that innovative, for sure. That they're receptive to feedback, knowing that their clients are needing something that they couldn't necessarily provide. So they're able to find someone who can, right? Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, well, gosh, Sean, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all your um, amazing knowledge about ERP. Sure, you bet. Yeah. I, it's it's. I, I don't know if I say amazing, um, but, it but it's, I appreciate it because it's a good opportunity for me to get to you and to everybody else all the stuff that's in my head, so that we can all just make better decisions and make the industry better. That's what this is really about. That's right, and you're a wealth of knowledge. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. So as we continue um, our limited multi-part vendor series, be sure to join us um, as we share ERP knowledge, and that will allow you to take advantage of over a century of combined ERP experience from our expert consultants here at ERP Advisors Group. Thank you again for joining us. 
This summer, ERP Advisors Group will be reviewing the most prominent ERP software vendors in the market. For more information about these vendors, please visit our website at erpadvisorsgroup.com. You can also find more EAG content by following us on social media or by subscribing to our podcast, The ERP Advisor.